1: Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox podcast with Tanny and Herb. Tanny and, Herb. Tanny and Herb. Hello,
0: and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter, Echnerwall23. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tanhill. and our show is at Locked On Sox on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Go and subscribe there. Maybe you can win a Locked On Sox prize pack. If you want to leave us a voice message, 312-566-8727 or locked on socks at Gmail for your emails. Without any further ado, it is Chris. Chris, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing just fine, Herb. It's the end of the week. It's fun Friday. It's Pizza Friday. Congratulations, everyone. We've all made it. And we're brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms. All right, where do we begin here, Herb? Well, um, the White Sox decided to be a suck again. Uh, oh no, they suck again in Oakland, as a surprise to no one. Uh, they they dropped the finale of that three game set uh, in Oakland, three to one, and they end up going two and four on the road trip here. But uh, there is some good news here. Let's let's start with the good news to, to get you started on a weekend here. Uh, almost everybody's back. Uh, Tony La Russa said before the game that they expect Carlos Rodon to throw in this Red Sox series. Giolito is going to be back next week, I believe. Lance Lynn, I think, will get the ball on Sunday against Chris Sale. T.A. was out there taking ground balls in Oakland. So things are on the up and up. And uh, above all, you got through this series and this road trip without any more injuries considering the way it started with the Lucas Giolito thing. But now uh, you're going to get some of these guys back here. And uh, heading into the home stretch, and I think we can all be happy about that at this point.
0: Yeah, and that's all we want. We want the guys, to, when it's the last couple games, to get their win right, get their at-bats right, get their arms uh, strong enough for uh, whatever they need to do. If they need to start like Lucas and uh, Lance and Carlos Rodon, get your arms right. Whatever p- amount of pitches you need to throw to be at a maximum and a premium at playoff time, get there. And all these games, while I say every game counts the same right now, we're just trying to gear down so we can get to the playoffs as your man, Danny Parker says, All right, let's just get to the
1: playoffs. (laughs) Don't don't tarnish the show by mentioning Danny Parkins. Let's get to the playoffs. That was said like in May or June and he was like taking the regular season for granted and and just wanted to skip right to it and not enjoy the ride. (laughs) We are ride enjoyers around here. Please don't invoke Danny Parkins in that context on the show ever again, please. Um, But yeah, I I generally uh, at this point, I think it is okay to say uh, let's get to the playoffs at this point. If you're wondering how that playoff picture is shaking out right now. So the they they are still the Indians. Let's talk about this here. So mm-hmm. every time I say Cleveland, I forget their damn name. Whether it's the Defenders or the Guardians, I still don't remember. I don't care to remember. Um, I don't. You know, it's not that I'm like holding on to the Indians name, but I always confuse Defenders and Guardians. Okay, it's just one of my things. I'll never get over it. But I thought you know we haven't seen Cleveland. Um well actually we did we saw them after the name change but i thought the name would be changed by now but if you go to the website it still says Indians you go online, Indian schedule. I thought it was a thing, and so we, we spent all this time making sure we, we speak about them in the correct way, and it still is correct, and it's good to get ahead of it early, but I had no idea they still have Indians on their jersey and on their website and everything. I thought they were fully transitioned to, at the very least, Cleveland, but that's not the case. I, mean, was, if
0: you, <laughs> I mean, if you introduce it in the middle of the season, might as well go to it. And yeah. People are eventually going to call you it. Well, that's I why. Call, yeah. I will always call them the Lindians, no matter what. Change yeah. your name no matter what. My thing will be the Lindians for them. Guardians, Lindians, defenders, whatever
1: it is. Yeah. So the magic number remains at 14 Fourteen games. The magic number remains at 14, and the Sox are still uh, 10 games up here on Cleveland in the AL Central here. So that's what it's looking like after Cleveland beats the Twins last night so uh, we'll talk about the possible scenarios in which the stocks can clinch here because I think it's safe to talk about it at this point and also just look at the schedules of the two teams with the rest of the way and see where it fits here but let's talk briefly about this game here in Oakland yesterday we want to move on from this thing quickly because I think the best news about this game itself is is you're done you're done with with Oakland okay and you're done with this odd road trip but let's talk about it because there were some interesting things that happened in this game here uh, starting, as always, with Ronaldo Lopez, who goes five innings, six hits, three runs, one earn run, and three walks, and just two strikeouts. But, again, if you've been listening to us all week, what's the most important thing? Going out there and eating those innings. And they used Ryan Burr, Aaron Bummer, and my guy, Tempura, the, to close out the game there. And uh, they are able to get... Through that game, only using the four pitchers there, which is good, and they weren't taxed really at all. Clean innings for everyone. You had six strikeouts total from those guys in the bullpen. So uh, the very most important thing is Ronaldo was able to eat some innings. He got himself into some trouble uh, with, uh, with an errant throw there. Uh, that led to a, a you know ultimately the 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 game winning run, but uh, overall just a nice outing for Ronaldo Lopez again, and I think we can say that it's it's real with him so far. There's enough of a sample size here where he's gonna you know give you some options here at the very least the next couple weeks, but maybe even next season. I'm not saying put him in a in a starting position here, but. He's in the conversation going into training camp or spring training, depending on what moves they do in the offseason. But you have to have him in, in in at top of mind or maybe trade him when his value is highest here. But either way, he's become a commodity, uh, which is not where we saw this thing playing out at the beginning of the season. But another solid outing for Ronaldo today uh, when you when you needed him to go out there and eat some innings up. And he does just that.
0: Yeah, solid enough. A guy that gave you five and gave you only one urn and he caused his own error uh, right there with the air and throw with, man, Starlin Marte, man. That guy is a weapon. Hey, I never thought hey, he was this guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it because that's certainly on my rundown. Uh, the A's have been having a...
0: Let's have a Marte!
1: And, you know, I've just been fawning over this guy for a number of years here, and we talked about it after the uh, Luis Robert injury that that's who I wanted, but it was very early in the season, and, you know, the A's end up giving up Jesus Lazardo for him, um, so a a, a starting pitching commodity for uh, Starling Marte, which is, you know, a a pretty good haul for them going forward, cost-control pitcher, but, Herb, do you know that since joining Oakland, Starling Marte has an OBP of 367 since he's uh, gone, yeah. gone over to Oakland. He's just been a monster, and uh, you yeah. saw it on display yesterday, just doing everything in his power, all of his baseball tools are on display to help his team win a ball game. And, uh, you know, the I don't know if uh, if Ozzie and Chuck Garfine, I'll get to them in a second, but they were talking about on the post-game show, like, hey, Rick Hahn, if you're listening, Starling Marte in 2022 in right field. So, you know, we... You know, I'm not sure about that, um, you know, and what the money's going to look like. But, man, it would have been nice to see him on the south side. He's, he was balling out this week.
0: Yeah, and there might be a possibility for next year. Stalin Marte is a free agent, I believe. And he was yucking it up with Larry, Gar- Larry Garcia a couple of days ago. Got a <laughs> nice uh, rapport with the guys there. He can just join in and be our right fielder of the future, even though he's 31, 32.
1: <laughs> um, well, it fits the window. Most importantly, that fits the window.
0: Right, oh so yeah. that's
1: not that's not old for the the current window, you know. Like mm-hmm. you you hope the window extends beyond that, but you're looking now. You have your core here with guys like you know Robert and Moncada and Eloy. You have your core, and then they're going to and TA obviously, and then you have you have those guys, and then you just supplement with pieces around them that won't uh, cost you an arm and a leg with with you know two year deals here or there, maybe even a one year deal here or there, year by year. So you keep propping up. The core. I think that would be a perfect uh, addition if you're looking at working with that philosophy.
0: Yeah, and so what Ronaldo did today is fine. Not his best stuff. Yeah, I think he only struck out two guys while walking three. But like you said, we're not looking for sterling performances. We're not looking for what Ronaldo has given us earlier in the year, because I think that is not the true Ronaldo. He's been filthy this year in his 40 plus innings. He's thrown for the White Sox. So if he looks like he did today, I'll take that. That's 100% what I'll take. The White Sox need to support him in some type of way with some type of offense. that will be great. But yeah, Ronaldo giving us five and dive and then the BBT coming through. We're all good.
1: Yeah, man, let's uh, this, this lineup today. So obviously, you know, TA's been out for a while, but also uh, yesterday in Oakland, you had no Moncada, no Eloy, who they hope to be back in this Red Sox series here this weekend, but this was uh, an ugly-looking lineup here. Uh, you had Cesar Hernandez at the top. Mm. Luis Robert was there. Brayu, who still did uh, Brayu things there, driving in the lone run for the Sox. Uh, Grandal uh, got on base the one time, uh, but no hits today. Andrew Vaughn continues to struggle. He, he goes 0 for 4. Uh, Romy uh, got himself an extra base hit later in that game off of uh, Andrew Chafin. Almost got thrown out. Yeah, he did. Um, Billy Hammerblin was also out there. He got himself a hit, a little little, a uh, slug for Billy Hamilton today. Got himself a triple into the gap there. Um, and no, no one fell down or died during the play. Um, Danny Mendick, uh, 0 for 3, and uh, Sebi was 0 for 2, and Gavin Sheets came on and was 0 for 1 in the, with a pinch hit opportunity there. So, this is not a good lineup, but you, you'd like to have a better performance uh, than what you saw, especially if you're talking about guys like Gavin Sheets. And I know. Mania from the left side ends up going seven innings, and he was pretty damn good. I'll say that about him. You know, uh, he had been coming off a rough stretch, but, you know, he was pretty accurate yesterday, and he was keeping the ball low in the zone, changing the eye levels, getting, you know, going high when you when you needed the big strike out there, but he was pretty damn good. But that, that offensive output, uh, not impressive yesterday.
0: Not good at all. Let me ask you, did you find any problem with the ninth inning when Romy gets that double, you don't go to Yoan. you don't go to, I don't, I don't know if the was available, but probably somebody not. a little bit better than Billy Hamilton right there versus uh, Andrew Chafin. You I know,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't mind that too much because I'm, you know, in terms of baseball manager philosophy, I'm totally cool with, if you tell a guy you're getting the, the day off today, it's the last day of the road trip. We're just trying to get out of here healthy. If you tell a guy you're off today, I want that guy to be off. If the game is not a game of consequence, and let's face it, it's not. And I know you could say they all mean something and blah, blah mm-hmm. blah. But we all know what the what the clear objective of this franchise is right now. It love it or leave it. that's that's what it is. So if you, if you tell a guy, I'm giving you the day off, uh, I, I don't want them picking up a bat. I don't want them thinking about picking up a bat. They're all probably physically tired after not playing a full year last year. And then you're getting into an almost 140-some games here. So I'm I'm, I'm cool with, with doing that. And also, it comes with a, a, the, the other side of that, too, is putting guys like Billy Hamilton, who needs his at-bats to get back into you know uh, the, the Billy Hamilton shape of getting on base at a 243 clip. But he needs <laughs> his at-bats to, to get back into baseball shape because he had been out for quite a while. So I'm totally cool with putting those guys in spots where – they can come up big for their team. It just it didn't work out, but yeah, I, I have no problem with that. You know, I'm not a, a meatball hardo like 24 seven nine innings with this team, so that that was fine with me. Did you have a problem with that, or would you would you have liked to see them at least give them the the option there at the end of uh, making it interesting?
0: No, as you said, that's okay. one of the day's off a day's off, especially for a veteran and Aloy's hurt, so that wouldn't have been a thing. And then yeah, give a full day for Yoan, so he can come back fresh versus the Boston Red Sox and get it's, some revenge.
1: Is Jose Abreu that big of a jag off that he can't get himself a day off? Like they might as well have just given him a day off here at that. Like, this is the MVP veteran of the team, one of the longest tenured players, and no one can out tenure Liuri, but you know, you can't throw Gavin Sheets out there at first base today. Like, what are we doing, man? Like, is he that bad on the bench where he annoys everyone that much where you can't give him a breather? You know, I mean,
0: I, I probably they try to go to him and, and he's like, Don't even talk to me. Put me in lineup. Put me in third. I don't care. I put me in third <laughs> in the lineup. And that's it. I don't care what you're saying. Get me in the goddamn lineup. I'm not hurt. Give me the, give me a bet.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I can see It's kind of
0: like Lance Lynn, you know, with pitching. He's like, I'm not hurt. Don't put me in the IL. You dick, slap dick. And probably Jose says this a little couple things a little bit nicer than him, but he does not want to be out of the lineup. We saw when he was hurt, he He's was not- like, no, nah, I'm coming back in that goddamn lineup. He's not calling,
1: that, He's not being mean. I don't think he's being mean. He's not calling Coach Tony a puto or anything. Like he just, he's not doing any of those things. He just scrawls <laughs> at him. <there. laughs> yeah, yeah. He start. You know, he starts. DMX. Uh, oh, okay. Recipes. Um. Yeah, man. So that that's 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 it for that game there. Um. Unless you have anything else here that that really uh, grinds your gears about this ball game here or about the road trip, I'm just glad it's over. And you know, tip of the cap to Jimmy Lambert and to Ronaldo Lopez, because this could have been a complete disaster. And, you know, you don't love losing a series, but it is Oakland, so our expectations are always a little bit askew when looking at these A-series. But I don't understand, man. How do you construct a team in that ballpark in Oakland? I mean... how many home runs did we see this series? I'm trying to remember, like if any, like I'm, you we, know, you
0: got the Chapman home run, okay. And I right. think that was it.
1: Yeah, like how do you construct a team like that when you play half your games at the at that that you know cavernous ballpark? I thought maybe the ball would be carrying a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it carried a little bit. It you know was able to bounce off the wall instead of the warning track. You know, um, it's just it's crazy, man. Like that's. I mean, that's you got a, a bunch spot. of
0: slappies on the team. Like you got Josh Harrison playing major minutes for this team. Salute. And also Tony Kemp, they're all playing these in- these innings and might maybe because of the suspension of uh, Ramon Lariano uh, makes this happen because, you know, if he was in there, you wouldn't have Tony Kemp playing all this time. But you just got to have guys who get on base and when they do get on base, like Starlin Marte, they take the extra base and they put a pressure on the offense so Olsen and Chapman can knock you in via the home run but otherwise well,
1: could they yeah it's hard though even in that ballpark for them you know like it's just you, you those are your two best players and you know even then it's it's, it's kind of a rough go it's just a, it's a tough spot to be and you can kind of see just watching them for three games like you can piece together the things why they're not happy there why they don't draw particularly well despite the fact that they run out playoff contenders year in and year out man but that's that's tough like in the socks you know that's like one of the things that we look at now Heading into the postseason, we talked about it on the show last week, hitting the long ball on the road. Like that's going to be something that they have to improve at. And uh, they did it a little bit in in Kansas City. Not enough, obviously. And they did it none at at all here in Oakland, but uh, neither did the A's really. So the, the long ball on the road aspect of this team improving, like that's one of the things that I think they can work on. Uh, Has not improved whatsoever. And you mentioned Tony Kemp. I was crying, Herb. Um, I was, uh, I I put on the post game show, the uh, NBC Sports Chicago with Chuck and Ozzy. And on my car ride home, I DVR'd it day so I can catch Coach Tony's always exciting post-game press conference, which I think they were in front of microphones in front of people in, in Oakland. It looked like anyway, because Tony, you know, looked like either that or it was a big room with a big flat screen all the way in the back of the room, because it looked like Tony was looking at actual beat writers today. You know, it could have been Zoom, but the aesthetics were a lot better than they were in Kansas City. I'll say that. But they were talking about Tony Kemp having the, the, the big RBI of the game and, uh, and, and Ozzie, uh was, was talking about Tony Kemp and someone who he reminded him of just the way he looks.
0: Tony Kemp, the smallest guy on the field. You know, he's in the good remind me with uh the dude from uh uh the sign it. Bad Santa. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He just looks like him. He looks like the guy from Bad Santa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look at my boy, all off here. My But I just look like him. Yeah, he didn't they make, all laughing. If they make my, Bad Santa too. This, this guy, he should make the number two. Tony Cox. Is that his name? Oh. Kim. Oh. Tony
1: Cox is the actor. And then, of course, the great part at the end. Uh, Tony Cox was his name. No, Kim. <laughs> uh, you remember, of course, Tony Cox from Bad Santa. In
0: case you hadn't noticed, I'm a mother door
1: <laughs> i'm just ozzy just just absolute savage on that one but i was crying uh <laughs> listening to that on the post game show but i think that's the best way to, to, to end talking about this oakland series right there uh ozzy uh making bad santa references so we'll take a quick time out and what we'll do on the other side is we'll talk about the big weekend ahead and we'll talk about a possible clinching scenario for the white Sox coming up if you want to maybe plan a road trip or maybe get your tickets to see the Southsiders at home and possibly see them clinch. Uh, we'll we'll offer our insight on when we think it could possibly go down. That's next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at NetSuite. Slow is just right if you're on vacation, a sloth or describing QuickBooks. More like slow books. It sucks you in and slows you down with manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays that leave you scrambling for the numbers you need. But now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by Oracle, the number one financial system, because financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. It's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes, close your books in no time. No matter how big your business grows, failing to switch to NetSuite will leave you stuck trying to make sense of your books while your competitors sprint ahead. 93% 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control since switching to NetSuite. And right now, special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on. Right now, get special financing at netsuite.com slash locked on. That's netsuite.com slash locked on. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, it's the best tasting protein bar don't you love freedom of choice that's what we love about this country right well it's no different at builtbar.com they have so many different delicious flavors for you to try there's something for everyone every builtbar fan that i know they've got their different favorite flavors i have mine herb has his mine of course german chocolate thankfully i still have a surplus here from the last time i ordered them i'm down about 25 pounds now Thanks to our friends at Built Bar, I've been replacing a lot of those bad sugary snacks with Built Bars, and it's made all the difference. There's so many flavors to choose from coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and of course, German chocolate. So, if you haven't tried all these great flavors, great way to get introduced to something new is mix it in. Get a mixed box of Built Bars. That way you can try something new along with the flavors that you already love. So when you get the mixed box, you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And best of all, they're not only delicious, they're also healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein in each bar, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar, and just four to five grams of net carbs per Built Bar. All delicious, all good for you. Order today, Built Bar, the official protein bar of U.S. track and field. Go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCK15, and that's going to get you 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Betting on baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Herb, quickly here, I've got the remaining schedules here for both the Cleveland baseball team and mm-hmm. the Chicago White Sox. So let's let's go over the next few series. As the Sox sit here, 14 games, the magic number sits at 14 here to clinch the AL Central. And, I, you know, usually I'm not comfortable talking about this, but this needle just has not moved. Like it's been hovering around 10 games seemingly forever here. And that's where we sit right now. And I, you know, I'm comfortable when it's at 10. Okay. And I said, if it it was going to go down and the Sox all of a sudden we're going to have like a little tight collar action. I thought it was going to be after this road trip and they didn't Mm -hmm. perform well. And still uh, Cleveland was not able to, to make up a lot of ground here. So let's take a look at the next weekend here for Cleveland and the Sox. Cleveland is hosting Milwaukee for three. So that's going to be a tough matchup for them. Uh, the White Sox hosting the Red Sox, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then Cleveland goes three at Minnesota with a double header in there. So those are always tough to, to you know, you, the, you almost always split those. Three at New York for the Yankees, four at the Royals, then the big five game series at the White versus the Sox at home. And then they finish out uh, September three at Kansas City. So then, the White Sox have three against the Angels. Uh, are you, by the way, are you going out anytime this weekend for the Red Sox series? And uh, you got tickets for uh, the Angels series, right?
0: That is correct for the Angels series. I am not going out to the Red Sox series. I don't like going out to those either because a lot of crowds. It's going to be a big time weekend for the White Sox and the Red Sox to have a battle. But uh, yeah, the Angels. I got to see Shohei Tani, so I bought the Tuesday and Wednesday tickets. Might only go to one of those games, but yeah, I, I have to see that guy. He's the
1: MVP of the league, do we, but we'll go ahead. No, do we know is he uh, slated to be one of the probables like, you know, that doesn't project that far ahead, but uh, let me, let me check out his game log here and maybe we can see uh if, it, you know, if we could preview this next week also uh, if we don't have it offhand, but yeah, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I would love to see Shohei. I mean, you'll see him regardless, but if you get a chance to see him pitch this week on the South side, get yourself a ticket. This guy is doing something that we haven't seen since Babe Ruth, and if you're listening to this show, that means you probably never saw Babe Ruth. So, you know, it's just keep keep that in mind. You know, the Angels don't come in often, and you can be able to say, like, hey, I saw Shohei Otani when he was the MVP uh, doing ungodly things that baseball players should not be able to do. Uh, so, after that Angels series for the Sox, three at Texas, and then September 20th, three at Detroit, and then that five-game series at Cleveland, and then t- uh, two against the Reds to finish off September. So, I did my, you know, just loose math here, just kind of projecting out uh, with the magic number at 14. I have the socks. We're just making predictions here. Don't hold us to this, but I have the socks. it looks like you're not going to be able to see them clinch at home, which is what I wanted to do this year, clinch a division title at home. Maybe we'll have to wait for the postseason. Uh, But with those three games in Texas, three against Detroit and five in Cleveland, you're probably, that's like right in the meat of it. Like you're Mm -hmm. probably not going to get to see them clinch at home, but I have them clinching Monday, September 20th at at Detroit. It's a night game. It's a 530 or 540 start. All these games are getting moved up a little bit here. So keep in mind for those, uh, but, yeah, I, my prediction is the White Sox will clinch the AL Central Monday, September 20th at Detroit. Uh, and, you know, at, that's still like that's a prime spot right there. If you're a Sox fan looking to make a road trip and you're uh, you're untethered and you have no kids in school or, you know, you don't have, you have work obligations or maybe you're working remotely. Get on up to Detroit and uh, and see the Sox. Last time they clinched in Detroit, good things happened in 2005. That's all I'm saying, folks. Um what about you, Herb, if you had to take a, a, an educated guess here on when you think the Sox could possibly clinch?
0: You started this segment off talking about how the White Sox have maintained a 10-game lead over the Cleveland Indians. And so I think that's going to continue throughout. And I also have them clinching versus Detroit, but the last game of the season. Which is an or, afternoon game. Exactly. And I think that's what the White Sox in 2005 did, clinched in Detroit in an afternoon game. It's the 22nd of September. Uh, 12-10 game here in Chicago, but the game is in Detroit. So I got him doing it there because that would make it 10 games after that uh, left on the schedule with Cleveland being five of those.
1: All right. So it's on record. I have the 20th. Herb has the 22nd at Detroit, but we both have the same series. Clinching the AL Central, so it's, uh, let's speak it into, into fruition, and maybe they can expedite things and uh, get it done at home. But it's it's not likely. I gotta tell you, if they clinch at home and uh, against the Reds, we're gonna be talking a lot more about how cool it was to see them clinch at home because that's <laughs> <laughs> that's you don't have a problem. <laughs> so <That's gonna> be <laughs> TBS
0: time, friends. The yeah, Reds yeah. gonna be real tough. And <laughs> yeah, only five games to go, and man, that's gonna be the clincher, <laughs> Ooh, friends. So they gotta at least be four games cl- or five games out. So that's yeah. going to be DBS <laughs> yeah. time yeah, we're with, all... with the Detroit Tigers coming back in for the weekend series.
1: Right. So and by the uh, way,
0: Detroit's coming guys. So they're not a pushover either.
1: Yeah. They've got a pretty solid manager, you know, despite what you may think about them, but that pitching staff is pretty damn good. And my only concern with them is, is the bats. So are they are those bats going to develop. And I know uh, Torkelton's having a, a monster season, I think down there in the lower levels, but you know these guys, man. I, I just don't know if they can have. Uh, they're going to prop them up offensively, uh, which is all. It's always hard to do, man. You know, uh, Theo Epstein had his philosophy of drafting the bats and paying for the pitching. The Tigers and they they they've drafted the pitching and they did draft Torkelson, but their they're calling card is going to be pitching the ball, obviously. So they're going to have to figure out a way to supplement that roster a little bit. But because they can pitch and play pretty solid defense, they're always. Uh, a pain in the ass. Uh, no pushover, as you said. So. I'll take a quick time out, preview this Red Sox series, and uh, wrap up the week here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is also brought to you by Bet Online. It's that time of year again, folks, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half a million dollar NFL mega contest and the World's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. They're all open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. That's where you make a bet on Thursday, September 9th during the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. For new customers only when signing up using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. The dog days of August may be behind us, and the Sox certainly. Have some work to do here, but let's face it, folks. Big lead in the AL Central. You want to have something interesting to put your money on every night. Make things a little more fun with the White Sox. Go to Bet Online for all your latest odds on the Sox. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online, your online sports book. Your online sportsbook experts, and don't forget our promo code locked on at Bet Online. That's promo code locked on at Bet Online. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Directv. Welcome aboard Directv. Does this sound familiar to you guys out there? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff, right? Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally together compatible device required content varies by package now these are in very light pencil herb these are the probables for this weekend socks and socks and chris sale it's going to be taking the bump on sunday and all signs point to a sale versus lance lynn matchup sales three and zero with a two five two since coming off the tommy john Lancelin ten and four with the two five nine. But uh, tonight, if you're looking to head out to the south side, you think they're going to wear the south side uniforms? They kind of just d- abandoned those. Shit, yeah, they did. They? <laughs> they, have, they didn't win in them. They were at least zero and two, maybe even zero and three in them. But you never saw those things again. And I yeah, the Cubs they've, wear they've like them. every
0: Friday home game. Yeah, yeah, I would love to see those uniforms again. They're the best of these city connect jerseys.
1: Yeah, and I don't know why. I think they they feel it. They know they haven't won in them, so it makes it easier for them. To just be like, yeah, let's move on. But the fans have embraced those jerseys so much, and the caps like it's kind of crazy. Like I thought that was going to be, hey, either like Philly Aturo said, it has meaning or no meaning. So either we have Friday City Connect jerseys or don't have them. But we'll see. Let's let's save the anger about what jerseys they're going to wear for a Monday show if they don't wear them tonight. So uh, and then. The Red Sox, oh, by the way, that's Tanner Houck going up against Rodon tonight. 0-3 with the 3-2-6 is Tanner Houck. So uh, Rodon, we'll you know if you haven't seen him all year, uh, get out to the ballpark and see him. I was glad I was able to see him in that uh, Pittsburgh series. Who knows how long he'll go. Um, you know, they're just trying to keep him upright, I think. So I wouldn't expect him to be out there very long. And then Saturday, the Red Sox have a, a, a TBD versus Dylan Cease, who's 11-7 with a 3-8-7. Earn run average. So, an exciting weekend and a, and a good weekend to get the good vibes going. You have a, another opportunity here to beat a good team who's been scuffling. Uh, ever since the Yankees came on strong, but now the Yankees have fallen back a little bit, got cooled off a little bit. So you're play, you're playing someone with something to play for, which is always good. And you're playing them at home. And the Sox, I think, maybe have a little, little revenge, uh, in, you know, and geared up in mind in their back pocket after what happened to them uh, much earlier the season uh, during Patriots Day.
0: Yeah, they split in that series. And so I I just don't like the Boston Red Sox. I don't like the whole Boston thing. And there's, Revenge on the minds of a couple of players, of course. Yoan Mancada got traded away from them for the Chris Sale, and you have in that deal also Michael Kopek. So, there's people out there that want some blood, want some revenge, and want to show that their former team gave up on them too early, like you see with Aloy Jimenez does versus the Cubs. Same thing Dylan Cease does versus the Cubs, I'm sure. Tempora yeah. and uh. And uh, well, even though he sucked for the Cubs, uh,
1: <laughs> no, yeah, you know what? But about I, I had this thought too on the on the way home, and I was just driving around thinking about the this team and where you know their future is gonna gonna lie. Hopefully, I think when this thing's all said and done, the the most important guy that they got, I think, will end up being uh, uh, my guy, Tempura, who just been lights out recently. And I think when you talk about like, man. We talk a lot about Craig Kimbrell, and yeah, he had a, a, you know, a nice run once they figured things out. But it was uh, it was Tempura who really uh, so, you know stabilized this bullpen because with Kopech going through his struggles right now, and some of the unknowns at the end, like Ryan Tapera has just been a, a remarkable addition by Rick Hahn, and you know we have to uh, shed light on that because he's not your your traditional. You know, high leverage guy that you think of, you know, he's not, you know, bummer or Kimbrel or Kopech, but he's right there and he's outperforming uh, a lot of those guys, especially in the past month or so. So I think when you look at this season, I think Ryan Tappara is probably not going to be mentioned a lot. And especially if the White Sox are able to advance in the postseason deep, uh, no one's really going to talk about him because there's so much going on around this team. But uh, don't forget that man—he's—he's—he's he's, uh, he's, uh, battling out there like a champ uh, ever since the—the the really had the one bad outing, and that was on the South Side, his first night against the Cubs. Uh, but since then, or it's not the Cubs, the the Indians, and then he struggled against. Oh, that the was
0: team. the Indians. Sorry. Yeah, that. yeah.
1: Um, so you know, yeah, he's he's, he's just been awesome. So uh, one thing here, her Monday. We'll recap the the weekend series here with with Boston. And then we've got a big programming announcement for the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to be out with the people. And we'll just leave it at that. And we're going to announce on Monday how you can come see us and maybe some friends that you've heard on the show before. Maybe I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, the announcement, if you may be listening to this and they may have already announced it, which is very likely, uh, but we haven't announced it on our show. So that means it hasn't happened outside of our world here. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that on Monday and, and roll that out where you can see us here, but I am excited about that thing that I'm talking about.
0: Me too. I'm excited to see their fan base, uh, get to meet us. I mean, if they haven't already, we, we, have been to a couple hey, of their up, events.
1: Up, up. Yep. 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 Don't give it I mean, a we, you know,
0: we might. And then <laughs> I'm very excited to meet and greet people again. Like when we've been out as a white Sox unit, I'm not I'm trying to think of what I should wear at that thing. Should I wear the locked on Sox shirt that we have have had, but it's kind of faded now. I wear it all it the time. I know. Up.
1: It's so great. It's comfortable, yeah. But I wear it
0: all the time, though. I like wear that. Like it's in the rotation because it's so beautiful. People give me compliments <laughs> all the time. So I'm a, I'm gonna be the 500 subscriber to YouTube. So you can <laughs> send me one again.
1: Yeah, if you wanna, yeah, if you wanna match Herb and uh, and dress like him and be twinsies with Herb, uh you can get on the YouTube channel and subscribe. I've got my, Rudy, uh, my reading with Ruby Rios on there, uh, Liam Henry's tarot card reader, if you want to check that out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, th- I was told maybe this event might be outside. Mm. So if it is, you know, uh, we're an extra layer. Uh, you never know. Uh, we're getting into the uh, the autumn season here. But hopefully, I'll be able to wear my slick '83 uh, uh, with the with the big flamboyant collar, uh, the little batting practice jacket. That's going to be my fall go go to. So, um, as we t- we talk about very interesting things, including our, our wardrobe. But uh, that's coming up on Monday show. We'll recap the weekend. As always, your emails are welcome twenty four seven. We only got a total of like three emails for the entire Oakland series so maybe we can uh, and I think one of them was spam uh, but uh, and it wasn't Denard span. Um Zach Byrne did email us last night saying I hate saying this we talked about yesterday Yasmani's just been white hot lately don't remember when I've seen a hotter Sox hitter in recent memory and Zach Byrne says I hate saying this but a hitter I've seen this locked in didn't happen that long ago it's your mean Mercedes go Sox
0: god that was such a long time
1: ago. that was this year <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah exactly so god, that, uh, yeah. i can't
0: believe they didn't bring him back up i said they're gonna bring him back up and they have not those oh,
1: jerks i had a funny thought and also we're gonna we, we gotta do our uh, postseason roster show soon but i had a, a wild thought what if they bring up your mean for the postseason you have like gavin sheets and and your mean there, the lefty and righty power bats that come up late in the game what if they do that would that be would that be crazy
0: I'll be in for it. I mean, he's not crushing the ball. down. I know. In the that's, leagues. I mean, that's he's getting fine. He's not hitting like the ball off the cover. So it's <laughs> so fine. Or the cover off the ball. Yeah. All right. The cover off the ball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if they bring him up, fine. If they don't, I'm fine with it. But I am a Yermian guy forever. I hope he finds a way to get on a major league squad or wherever. If he wants to go to Korea and establish himself out there, I think they would love him in KBO.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, maybe you can go find Dion Vicieto there uh, and play with him. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll break it all down. And I'm I'm certainly not advocating for your mean to be on the playoff roster just yet. Or maybe maybe I am. We'll Find out on the later show. But that's all I got. Uh, we'll be back Monday. It was not the greatest week. I'm sure everyone's tired from those West Coast games. I know I certainly am. Uh, but thank you guys for sticking with us, staying up late, uh, checking the show out early. Also, one other thing I wanted to announce too. Uh, one of our friends, Herb Jason Goff, his new show, mm-hmm. uh, his new podcast, is called The Full Go. It's presented by Spotify and uh, The Ringer, and that show is going to launch on Sunday night after the Bears game. And J- our man Jason Goff, a, uh, a legend at the score and one of our best friends, he's back talking about Chicago's teams full full time now on the Full Go. So uh, I'm looking forward to the hearing that after uh, the, the Bears postmortem uh, this Sunday. So uh, my man Jason is back. You can subscribe now. Actually, there's a uh, an audio trailer on there for the show. The full go. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. So, um, yeah, that's all I got.
0: I'm 100% going to be doing that because, you know, Jason's going to bring the realness. And oh, after yeah. the Bears games was Sunday, Thursdays, Sunday, Tuesdays and Thursdays for that podcast every week. Man. Awesome. Absolutely. So, for Chris Tanhill at Chris Tannehill, my name is Herb Lawrence, Ecknerwall23 on Twitter, and our show is at Locked On Socks on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for joining us on Locked On Socks.